With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption in logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com insights. This is Bart Peterson, and you are listening to the FCPA Compliance Report on the Compliance Podcast Network. This is Greg Gilchrist, and you are listening to the FCPA Compliance Report on the Compliance Podcast Network. This is Dan DeMarco, and you are listening to the FCPA Compliance Report on the Compliance Podcast Network. The FCPA Compliance Report is the longest-running podcast in compliance. Engaging a wide variety of compliance-related guests and topics, each week Tom Fox brings you the top commentators and information which will inform your compliance program going forward. Join us again for the top podcast in compliance, hosted by the voice of compliance, Tom Fox. The FCPA Compliance Report is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. In today's episode, I visit with Andre Paris. He is a Brazilian compliance consultant. He is the author of the recently released book, Compliance, Ethics, and Transparency as the Way Forward. We visit about the current compliance scene in Brazil, as Andre Paris has experience in corporate risk analysis and management, as well as protecting corporate reputations. He also is an experienced compliance consultant and practitioner and is quite enthusiastic on building a more ethical and transparent business environment. If you're interested in the Brazilian compliance scene, this is the podcast for you. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox, back for another episode. And today I have with me Andre Paris. Andre and I met uh, last month at a conference in Sao Paulo, Brazil, and uh, we have been connected on LinkedIn for some time. He is a compliance professional and compliance practitioner in Brazil, and he is also a fellow author. He has written a book on compliance and ethics, and he's been kind enough to um, come on the podcast, talk to us a little bit about the book, a little bit about his practice, and a little bit about the compliance scene in uh, Sao Paulo and Brazil. So, Andre, uh, first of all, welcome, and thank you for taking the time to visit with me today. Thank you, Tom. I'm very happy to be here. Since you're my first and greatest inspiration in the compliance field, as you know, this opportunity is a really nice one for me. So, Andre, could you tell our listeners a little bit about your professional background and what you do uh, today in compliance? Sure. Um, Well, I graduated in law, and shortly after, I made an specialization course in criminal science and Master of Laws in corporate law and some executive education courses in compliance-connected subjects, such as compliance program implementation and managing management, data protection, internal investigations, privacy program management, and I will be shortly also be finishing my master's degree. Uh, I started my career as a trial and transaction lawyer, helping clients defend themselves against criminal charges. Despite still working as a criminal lawyer, but now for free, in a local project where we try to overrun wrongful convictions in a very similar way as the as through the approach conducted by the American Innocence Project 
Today, I work mostly as a compliance consultant. And I think I made this change in my path mostly because a perception started hammering in my head. And that perception was that I would be more effective in defending my clients if I could help them preventing an unethical conduct from its employees or leadership roles in the first place. With that in mind, um, I started gathering knowledge about compliance and its elements for an effective, effective compliance program. That was also when I started following the FCPA, Compliance and Ethics Report blog. <laughs> uh, my first job in the compliance field was a non-profit one, implementing a compliance program in a mining company. Since then, uh, since then, I was able to conduct compliance services in a wide range of different industries, such as construction one, financial, health, education, and, and many others. Since I work as a consultant, I have both, in my view, a very challenging and a rewarding work. I have the opportunity to work with a lot of different business activities and that leads to a great amount of new knowledge and new experience every time we start a new implementation project. In exercising my regular activities, I have also the opportunity to conduct a great range of compliance services, such as helping companies structure its compliance program, including conducting risk assessments, um, elaborating and implementing internal controls like code of, codes of conduct, policies and procedures, and also by conducting training in the companies. We also conduct internal investigations when in the company analysis, the sensitivity of the matter reported requires it, and we also uh, conduct effectiveness analysis of compliance programs that are already structured. And I think lastly, this May, I was able to publish my first book, as you said, based on my professional and academic background, uh, Ethics and Transparency, A Path to Compliance. <laughs> Well, Andre, congratulations on having the book published. I certainly understand what a big deal that is. Uh, it's entitled Ethics and Transparency, A Path to Compliance. And I was wondering if you could start off by telling us uh, what, why did you write this book? It all started with the perception that we didn't have, at least uh, in Brazil, a lot of written compliance knowledge at the time that I started writing the book. Now we have a little bit more. And compliance uh, literature, and also because uh, I felt that the business class often struggles to understand compliance concepts here in Brazil again. <laughs> so I had the idea of producing a book that its readability would improve uh, the reader apprehension of its content, especially for the readers who are having their initial contact with the subject. I also noticed that business executives had trouble understanding how all the compliance concepts or hallmarks, some of them a bit abstract, would work in practice. Because of that, 
the second part of my book was made, where there are some business cases in which all the concepts shared in the first part of the book can be visualized in concrete situations. Andre, could you give us uh, some of the highlights from each section uh, of the book? So um, the book is about some important elements that should be considered when implementing and managing a compliance program. That elements would be why answering the the question, why is a compliance program so important for an organization? The support of CISUI and other management levels, conducting risk assessments, elaborating and monitoring compliance objectives, elaborating and implementing internal controls such as policies and procedures, training and awareness, conducting internal investigations and applying corrective measures in case of misconduct, third-party risk management, and monitoring and improving the organization's compliance program. In each of these chapters, I tried sharing with the reader which would be a suitable way to follow when trying to reach effectiveness in the implementation or in understanding each of these elements. I also tried to focus and highlight a lot in how important it is to consolidate uh, ethical corporate culture so that all of these elements can be effective. Andre, I think you mentioned that uh, this was written for both the compliance professional and the business professional as well, so that a businessman wanting to understand more about compliance would uh, be able to uh, take your book and, and use it at least as a blueprint to move forward. Why do, you, why do you think it's so important to speak to the business professional in addition to the compliance professional or per- perhaps the lawyer? Uh, especially here in Brazil, uh, they they are the ones that will be mailing, uh, taking the de- the decisions of implementing or or directing the the necessary resources to the compliance function. So it's very important that the compliance professionals are always up to date with, with the latest compliance literature. But it is also highly important that the people that have the power to make the decision to build a more ethical business contest have also the knowledge and understand what compliance is and know that it is not only about the cost, it is, uh, it is about enhancing the reputation of the company its processes and helping uh, developing more confidence in its key stakeholders. For example, I think that uh, one of the most uh, challenging thing in being a compliance consultant in Brazil is changing the major business players' perception about compliance. Still today, Compliance is viewed by most Brazilian companies as a cost or as some extra obstacles to business development or increasing its own profits. So I think the major challenge is to show business leaders that the return on the investment made in the compliance function not only exceeds its implementation, managing and enhancing costs, 
by reducing losses due to sanctions applied or due to fraud committed by its own employees, but also it is capable of improving other business aspects, such as its capability of retaining customers and business, creating new business opportunities, improving its reputation, uh, and increasing customer, business partners, and other key stakeholders' confidence, which also directly implicates in a greater market value as the company sees its stock rises. So, as you know, having heard my speech in Sao Paulo, that's exactly uh, the message that yeah. I try to communicate. Let me ask you, is that message one that um, business people are, are willing to hear and are understanding that uh, going forward? Well, that's certainly a message that I think resonates in the United States, and um, uh, I hope that you're able to continue to spread this message in um, Brazil as well. Let me turn to, I think, companies that are in an investigation or an enforcement action certainly understand the need to put together and put in place a compliance program. How about the company uh, that uh, perhaps is not under investigation or hasn't had a a violation yet, do they now, do these business professionals understand the need or the advantage rather for compliance? Well, um, normally they don't see a lot of advantage when they don't need to implement a compliance program. As you said, when they are being investigated or by a regulatory authority um, mandate, or if it receives investment from an external fund, like an American one or an European one. But I think that's one of the objectives of my book, helping uh, passing through the messaging, disseminating it, so that they will, business people, business players will get to know compliance concepts, what it means, what it can do for them, why it's not an obligation, why it will enhance its profitability and by that change a little bit of our business contest here in Brazil. Andre, uh, what has been the reception of your book or how has it, uh, uh, every author wants more sales than you have, but how has your book been received both in the business community and in the compliance community? The the, the, the first books that were made uh, were already out. It was not a, a great number of books. It was like 300. And then we had to make a little bit more. And now we are selling it again in the internet. And also more important than books being, sale, I've been selling, I think, that it's the feedback that we, you get. That's what you said. Uh, from other business uh, business players and other compliance professionals, they are all being um, very thoughtful and and uh, really nice ones. And so, because of that, I'm very happy. And uh, I know that 
it is uh, in Portuguese, the book, but I'm already translating it. And the first thing that I would do when I finish it is send one for you so that you can also read and give you give me your sincerely feedback. <laughs> uh, well, I look forward to doing that. Andre, unfortunately, we're near the end of our time, but I was wondering if any of our listeners wanted to get in contact with you, find out more about you or the book, how could they do so? Nice. Um, people can reach me in my LinkedIn. Just search for Andre H. Dot Paris, like the city. <laughs> um, or in my email, hemelyparisgmail.com. Or by even calling me or messaging me, my phone number is 552799773-7507. Anyone can feel free to contact me. I'm very happy to talk about compliance issues and to be able to share and receive knowledge with other compliance enthusiasts. <laughs> so, Andre, uh, I actually have a daughter named Paris as well, although it's Paris Fox. Oh, so, uh, so Andre, thank you so much for taking the time to visit with me. And also thank you for reaching out to me. Um, for those who may be considering traveling to Brazil, uh, I would just share that the compliance scene is incredibly vibrant. Uh, it is uh, right up. Uh, so I tell people America is 1A and Brazil is 1B in terms of sophistication of the compliance program. The regulators are uh, coming up with uh, sort of cutting-edge requirements for best practices and compliance. Uh, Andre's book talks about that and brings that home. And the um, uh, I just can't emphasize enough uh, how much enthusiasm people like Andre and others are generating for compliance in Brazil. And I, uh, frankly, I can't wait to see what you guys come up with. Thank you, Tom. I appreciate your time. And thanks again for having me. Hope to be back soon. <laughs> Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox again. I'd like to thank you for listening to this episode of the FCPA Compliance Report. If you have any questions, you can email me at tfox at tfoxlaw.com. I hope you'll join me again next week where I take up another topic of interest for the FCPA and compliance practitioner. The FCPA Compliance Report is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network and a proud member of C-Suite Radio. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll visit with you again next week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.